In ancient times, men would set aside personal comfort and strive to live a life dedicated to a higher cause. These Nazarites would resist sin, they would call others into a life of holiness, and they would let their beards grow long as they grew in virtue. In honor of these great men, each November I get together with a couple thousand men and spend a month focused on growing. Growing in community, growing in virtue, and growing out our beards. This year we launched a podcast for the Nazarite Challenge. This podcast, Bearded Virtues. My name's Tony Vicenda, and I'm excited to have myself and some of my favorite people share their reflections on cardinal virtues with you. This week, we're diving into the virtue of temperance, and I'm so excited to have Christopher West guide us in those reflections. Christopher West is the president of the Theology of the Body Institute. It is a phenomenal speaker, one of the foremost voices in understanding the theology of the body. This is day 21 of the Nazarite Challenge. This is Christopher West, president of the Theology of the Body Institute, and we are on day three of looking at the virtue of temperance. Temperance. We're just going to go to the next line here in the catechism where it says, this is catechism 1809. Temperance ensures the will's mastery over our instincts. All right, let's jump in. Here's the question, guys, we have to ask ourselves with regard to whether or not we are temperate. Am I in control of my desires, or are my desires in control of me? This is a very, very important question. If our desires are in control of us, we are not only intemperate, we are not only not virtuous in this regard, We are enslaved. And here I want to speak specifically about temperance in relation to sexual freedom in the authentic sense of the word. And here, chastity is a subset of the virtue of temperance. So let's speak of it in terms of authentic chastity. Am I in control of my sexual desires or are they in control of me? We could apply this to any number of desires for food, for drink, for... uh, any kind of pleasure or notoriety or whatever it might be, but we're going to look at our sexual desires here. Am I in control of my sexual desires or are they in control of me? Our culture talks a big line, does it not, about sexual freedom. But what does the culture mean by sexual freedom? Here our culture means the freedom to do whatever I want, whenever I want, with whomever I want, Without ever saying no, let me ask you the question. Is a man who cannot say no to his next drink, is he free or is he in chains? Is a man who cannot say no to his sexual desires, is he free or is he in chains? What our culture calls sexual freedom, take a deeper look. It's actually the promotion of sexual enslavement sexual addiction. And so we can say this, sexual freedom is not the liberty to indulge my compulsions. No, sexual freedom is liberation from the compulsion to indulge. This is what the catechism means when it says, temperance ensures the will's mastery over our 
instincts. You see, when our desires are in control of us, we're going to look at God's law as the problem. We're going to look at the call to temperance, to self-mastery as the problem. Because self-mastery is saying, you got to get in control of your desires. And our desires are saying, no, 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 we are not giving up control. And when we fall for this idea that freedom means to indulge my compulsions, oh my gosh, we have the whole paradigm upside down. Let me tell you a story from my own life here. Taking you back to the 1980s when I was in high school. And I was dating a very attractive girl and we were sexually active. And I remember my Catholic conscience kind of kicking in there. This was one year right as Lent was approaching. And I suggested to my girlfriend that we give up sex for Lent. She agreed. And so Ash Wednesday, we said, okay, we're going to give up sex for Lent. Guess how long I lasted? I lasted only three days. I thought I was sexually free because I had tossed off the oppressive shackles of my Catholic upbringing and I was indulging my desires whenever I wanted. Well, that uh, Lent, I realized I'm not free. I'm enslaved. I can't say no to my desires. My brothers, we are called to freedom. We are called to liberation. What does authentic sexual freedom look like? Authentic sexual freedom. I'll never forget the first time I was really beginning to experience this in a whole new way. I was dating my now wife. This is now 1995. It had been five years since I had broken off that relationship, or she, to tell the truth, she broke it off with me. And she broke it off with me because I didn't know how to love her. And I didn't know how to love her because I was enslaved to my sexual desires. And a person who's enslaved to his sexual desires doesn't know how to love. Temperance and that sub-virtue of temperance, chastity, is absolutely essential if we are to learn how to be a gift to one another. So I'm dating my, my now wife. We've been married since 19, later in 1995. So we've been married a good long time. And I, I remember holding her on this mountainside. We were looking over this beautiful river. There's a beautiful sun shining and wind blowing and birds flying through the sky. And I'm holding my soon-to-be wife in my arms. And I had a flashback to the way I used to operate as a teenager when I was not in control of my desires, but they were in control of me. And I remember back then I was just a man on a mission to, to manipulate my girlfriend and push her buttons to get what I wanted. And I called it love, and I knew it wasn't love, but that's what I called it. There I am, fast forward, I'm holding my soon-to-be wife in my arms, and I just desire to love her. I just desire to honor her. I just want to tell her how good she is. And I said, I said Wendy, I, I, I just want to tell you how good you are. I just want to love you. I don't want to use you. I don't want to push your buttons to get something. And she looked at me, she said, Good, good. That's awesome. That's great. I said, no, no, no. You don't, you don't understand. I am so free. I don't want to use you. I don't want to treat you as a thing. She says, that's awesome. I said, I just want to affirm you. I just want to tell you how good you are with every part of me. My brothers, I was experiencing freedom at a whole new level. 
because in the interim between breaking up with my girlfriend in 1990 and dating my my now wife in 1995 there had been a real rearranging of the furniture in my soul there had been the beginnings of the virtue of temperance and i say beginnings because it's a long journey self mastery the catechism tells us is a long and exacting work no one can ever claim in this life to have arrived but i do remember experiencing that real freedom that is the gift and virtue of temperance it ensures that we are master over our instincts not in the sense that we're crushing them not in the sense that we're caging them but rather in the sense that we are directing our desires and our appetites towards the truth and beauty of love that my brothers is a virtue worth seeking in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit Thank you, Christopher, for calling us to a life of virtue. To share your thoughts on today's reflection, head over to our Facebook group. You can find a link for that down in the show notes. And also to find more about Christopher's ministry, we want you to go check out theologyofthebody.com. And the link below in the show notes is actually going to take you to a set of free daily reflections from Christopher West if you want to dive deeper into his ministry and what he's been talking about. We also want to thank all of our sponsors for the Bearded Virtue and Nazarite Challenge, Catholic Bomb Co., Pink Salt Riot, E-Catholic, and the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. For more information on their work, please check out the show notes or visit NazariteChallenge.com. The best way to help people find out about the Nazarite Challenge and Bearded Virtues is just to share the challenge page or to rate and review the show on iTunes. If you rate and review the show during this month, November, you'll get entered into a chance to win a year's worth of free products from Catholic Bomb Co. Until next time, gentlemen, stop shaving and start praying.